It's a good sound, ain't it? It is. All right, guys. We're back. Get y'all hyped up. Another episode of the Slinging Stones podcast. Is that aliens chasing us down? No. It's you don't do you hear that? Yeah. What is that? I have no idea. It's aliens. It's disrupting the podcast. It is it is one of those Chinese spy balloons. It's the enemy. Um, it is. So welcome back, Slinging Stones Podcast, brought to you by the Thrive Ministry. That's right. I'm Andy. That's Luke. Yeah, I got my ten full hat on today, obviously. That's right. Um, so big big week this past week, right? Man, yeah. So, you know, we kind of went off topic last week, but uh between then and now we have um officially now become an evangelistic we're somewhat of a big ministry. Deal. Yeah. Somewhat I mean, of a big you know, deal. 150 men. So we do we did have a great time at the survival conference. Um is survival or ver? Survival. Golly, we just we've been promoting it for two, three months and talking about survival. it. And, and went survival. And went there and can't even remember. <laughs> yeah. Dean, I'm sorry. Dean, sorry. But um no, Dean and the guys did a fantastic job putting it together, getting everything just right i mean they set us up right they 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 treated us like royalty terry swain did an unbelievable yeah, job man. how about pastor terry oh he killed it man um, when he walked in in full tactical gear yeah that was pretty i knew it was about to be on i have on i can honestly say i've never heard a sermon preached from a man wearing tactical gear well there's a lot of guys uh for those that were there that are listening we appreciate you coming out we appreciate you supporting um what about the ones who didn't is well, now, now, well, can I call them losers? No, don't do it. You said that I could. No, because because there's there's a certain person that just that that didn't that didn't make it, and I just can't put my finger on who. I don't know. Maybe he was out fading grass. No, it's all good. <laughs> so, but no, it, it was an extremely fun time. Hey, look, that did hurt my soul that he wasn't there. Yeah, yeah. You know, we give him shout outs. He's got his own custom sound. I mean. We and went. Then, we went know. far and beyond. I had to go in the yard and put the phone up to the lawnmower. I mean, you know, you near you could have died. I could have. You could have lost, slung a rod, you, slung you a rock, lost whatever. a finger, lost an eye. I mean, uh, you know, you could have got a very bad splinter. Man, if I'd have lost a finger, we'd only been nine out of ten. That's right. Yeah, so, um, but no, uh, it was just it was a fun night. Super blessed night. Just, I mean, really, just a blessing to us. Um, but no, now we are, you know, through that next podcast, but we've got some pretty big news. So we've got a couple things that we want to talk about. So one, you have until the 28th of February to go to my buddy Sanchez Tannehill's Facebook page and get a hold of a raffle ticket to win a free hunt for next year with Majestic Outdoors. Or if you can't find that, you can scroll through either one of our timelines. Oh yeah, and we, find it we we like and share it all the I time. Mean, so you know. don't miss out on that because ultimately, yes, okay, maybe you're not that big of a hunter. But here's the cool thing: you win the hunt. If you win the hunt, you don't go out of state. You go up to their lodge. You get taken care of. You get to hear some good devotionals, some good ministry moments up there, and it's raising money to send Ch- Sanchez on a mission trip. 
Yeah, um, and if if you win it and you don't like to hunt, I like to hunt. See, I Luke like hunt. Luke's house. Take it to Luke's house. Luke at thethriveministry.com. <laughs> so, um, no, but just a uh, a great um, a great ministry, a great opportunity, just to um, do what we're called to do is go forth and make the di- make disciples of all the nations, and that includes mission work. And yeah. Sanchez is stepping out and stepping into that role of missionary and going to El Salvador. Yeah, and um, that's that's that's. That's courage right there. That's bold. Um, a lot of people don't take that opportunity. Dude, I'm afraid of the water down there. I'm afraid of the ocean. So, I like stuff that comes out of the ocean. It tastes good. It, it does, but yeah, if I get you know knee deep, it's yeah. You're stuff. you're no longer the apex. Predator. Yeah, we're tiger shark land. Well, you know something I want to talk about. about oh, the here it is about the conference is, you know, how about all of the simultaneous attacks of the enemy that was just flaming down all around us for the week leading up to it. Absolutely. I mean, it was, if it wasn't you, it was me. If it wasn't me, it was you. And if it wasn't us, you know, Dean got beat up. Caleb got Terry, beat up. Terry and his ministry. Yeah, man. Pastor Swain said that they got beat up, you know, attacking family, attacking health, attacking finances. I mean, yeah. come on. I mean, well, that, that was good. Though. It, it, it just teaches you and it shows you to persevere. That's the that's the point that that just you never get a callus on your hand by not getting blisters first. So and it did they're painful. Well, there there were moments that I didn't know whether I was purring or severing. Yeah, I, I was I was having trouble putting them together at the same time. Yeah, I was like, man, please stop kicking me inside the head today. So, all right. So, do we want to release the big news? I think you should do it. All right. So, the big news right now, guys, should be a drum is, roll or something. I don't. I don't have a drum roll. I've got a rim shot. No, don't do that because that don't, don't do sound that. right. Okay. Um. So, we now have a very special. So we have this episode right here that we're going to launch. That this right here will launch. You have another episode. Sorry, I had an itch in my ear. Um. So we had another. We have another episode. We're going to launch. Is we're going to do it Sunday, but it's going to launch about midweek. So I'm I'm going out of town. Um, so we won't be able to do it next Thursday. But next Sunday, March, as my grandma would say, Sunday week. Sunday week, March fifth. We have a very special guest. No, it's not Michael Harrell. I know how much y'all loved him. I get it. We'll bring him back later. That's right. But this special guest is. We're extremely blessed. Um. As of right now, it's still on. We'll see. I'll confirm. <laughs> I'll confirm, but it is confirmed. He texted me. Whoa. He texted me. No, well, this is when we confirmed like a week ago. Oh, okay. So we've known about this. So we've it's been tough. It's like, you know, you can open your presents, but you got to wait for everybody else to open. It's kind of that. So we have just been blessed with the opportunity of March 5th having – the Rick Burgess from the Man Church and from Rick and Bubba Rick come and Bubba on this show. show to kind of promote, kind of get his, um, you know, get out there what Man Church is doing and all this sort of stuff. So it's extremely, um, it's extremely uh, gratifying on our side just seeing that we can gather such a, a guy that's so impactful to the kingdom in our community locally. Well, this will be the first time that I have talked with him. Since I gorged myself on uh, like two full meals when they had their restaurant, yeah, I, I mean, had, I had the T-shirt and everything. Well, I've you know I've had the opportunity to sit down across the table from from him um, 
in our youth pastor's office when I, I ran the men of South Shelby and, you know, we got to sit down and talk because we had him down at the church to speak and he's super guy, but, um, no, just, we're really excited about that. So that's, that's our, that's, that's our excitement right now. We may be into the twenties of listeners. Hey, maybe you never know. I mean, you never know. This, I, I, I'll, I'll be like Ricky Bobby. I just really don't know what to do with my hands right now. Uh, that's the way we felt on Saturday. That's how I felt. So on stage. Um, but no, it's yeah, just big things happening, big things coming. Um, be on the lookout. Now, here's the next thing. I am. We are sitting in possession of some t-shirts, some Thrive t-shirts. I thought I was supposed to be in possession of a bottle of water. Did I not give you one? No. No, I did give you one. No, what did I, I, what did I, I do with it? I don't know. I have not touched a bottle of water since I've been in this no, house. I, I gave you one. Sorry. No, you didn't. You lied. Thanks. No. <laughs> Maybe I didn't give no, you one. No, you I'm didn't. <laughs> you said, hey, you want a bottle of water? Psych. Psych. Um, no, so um, what was we talking about? T-shirts. T-shirts. Okay, so we have the Thrive T-shirt. Um, if you would like one, you can send me an email, andy at thethriveministry.com. Um you know, they 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 supposedly are going to go for fifteen dollars a pop. But if you send ten, I ain't going to lie. I ain't going to come get after you for five bucks. So we got three X, two X, and extra large and large. I was told that we needed to get one big enough to fit a certain individual. Oh, well, you know, look there. If the U.S. government keeps shooting down balloons, we'll have some fabric to make it. <laughs> I told him to buy three and we'll stitch them together. Yeah, buy three and we'll stitch them together. So, let's get back into Romans. We're getting a little off kilter. Yeah. We're going to lose a whole episode here. I don't, I don't know how that would ever happen. With you oh, no, 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 no. Um, sorry, I'm trying to find my yeah, place. Yeah, you know, we're walking around and somebody said, Daddy, look, a rabbit. And we're going, <laughs> Well, I'm using an older Bible of mine. So, definitely from one of the, one of the first ones. So, um. But no, so as we dive in back into Romans, you know, we are on the 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 downslide of our first event and being a part of that. Um we we just want to remind you that you know, if you if you have something that you know, you have a church or you go to a church that doesn't have a men's ministry, we'd love to know. We'd love to help you design one, help you create one, help help your leadership kind of know the importance of one. And, you know, that's geared, that is exactly what we're for is to help create, help encourage, help promote, help, um, you know, facilitate if, you know, possible, however we can. But our goal is to take men in a church, no matter how small, no matter how big, and get them together for a men's Bible study and accountability and grow them to step into that role for spiritual leadership. Well, we've got to get our churches full of kingdom men and not fairy tale castle dudes. Absolutely. So you ready? Let's do it. Let's do it. Do it. All right. So I'm going to pray us in and then we will get started. Um, you got your prayer written down too? No, I don't. I was, thought I was on the wrong page for notes, so I'll pray us in. 
God, thank you today for just the blessings, the opportunities that we get just to just to be a part of your kingdom, to be a part of your creation. Uh, we just pray that um, whatever we say tonight, that you hide us behind the cross, and they, um, those that are listening, they they just they they sense and feel you. They feel the Holy Spirit encompassing them. We pray for wisdom, discernment, guidance in our walks daily and in our um, our path with this ministry. And we're just uh, so blessed to be a part and be able to do something like this and just so blessed to just have the opportunity to um, to just share you to the world. And God, I thank you and I praise you. To your name I pray. Amen. Amen. So we're on Romans chapter 4, verse 4. Uh, we'll go four and five. Okay. E- easy. Easy. We're going fast. Easy. All right. So verse four says, now to the one who works, wages are not credited as a gift, but as an obligation. However, to the one who does not work, but trusts God who justifies the ungodly, their faith is credited as righteousness. It can be confusing, can it? Yeah, that was a mouthful for me. I studied on that one and it, and it, it really... It made scrambled eggs out of my brain. It made scrambled eggs. So if a person, a person can look back, um, at at a at the at a day to day labor and see that man is you know at 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 the at a day to day labor and see that man is not justified by works, but by faith. Faith. Hey, you're one for one. So, um, it was a big word for me. Works works necessitates debt, right? Yeah. So when a man works, someone owes him something. Yeah. That, well, you know that's that's how I looked at it. I, it was it was a pretty, like I said, it was a complex verse. But my summary of it is: Are you doing it because you think you have to, or well, are you doing it because you're supposed that's, to? And that's, that's right. What be done. That's right. If a man call, could work for righteousness. That is, work so that God would owe him righteousness. Then God would owe man. That's not right. God is completely self-sufficient. He cannot be put into debt by any man. No, you, well, you saw in the entirety of the Old Testament that man working for God doesn't pan out. Yeah. Because we just can't hold up. Yeah. We can't hold our end of the bargain. So, you know. So we, we, we see and we should know God can't be forced to do anything. So we can't sit there and go, hey, God, I prayed for that guy today. Come on. Come on. Rain some righteousness down on me. That's not how it works. Oh, yeah. It never ceases to amaze me. People think they can cut a side hustle with God. Yes. Yeah, so believing in God results in righteousness. It is the ungodly persons who believe that are counted righteous. Ooh, we we touched we touched on a we hit a tickle bone there didn't we that make you jump a little bit yeah <clears throat> this is because the man who admits he is ungodly is the man who rejects self sensing his need for godly help in spiritual matters ooh a man that takes away all his self-worth self-onus all his self-righteousness and gives it to god that's that man he is ready to give himself up and honor and glorify god alone he centers and wraps his whole life around God, depending solely upon God for his righteousness. Yeah, and you know, and that doesn't mean that you sit around like a slug and don't do things Absolutely. either. Yeah. I mean, there's still work to be done. There's kingdom work to be done. If if you know, if God just intended us to not perform, not do 
you know, not be a part of works at all, you know, it, the, the scriptures wouldn't tell us that faith without works was dead. There wouldn't be fruits of the Spirit. You know, they're, they're, the, the apostles, the things that they did were works, but it wasn't for their own credit. That's the important thing to remember. It's not for your own credit. Well, look, look at Romans 5, 1, when it says, Therefore, since we have been justified through faith, we have peace with God through our Lord, our Lord Jesus Christ. And then you flip over to, to John 3, 18, and it states, it says that whoever believes in him is not condemned, but whoever does not believe stands condemned already because they have not believed in the name of God's one and only son. You know, we can go to the food pantry. We can go to the, the Saturday serves. We can go to every Bible study that we see there. We can sweep the floors of the church foyer. We can set out the, the offering plates. We can polish the offering plates. We can give the homeless guy 20 bucks. We can sit outside and ring a bell for Salvation Army. We can, you know, walk, you know, with our, with, we can walk with our, with our, with our church shirt on. Our, our Jesus is King shirt. Our different, you know, you know, these different shirts you get now that keep coming out. Yeah, but who we are can, you doing it for? That, that's right. So we can walk all these things, but are we example of Christ-likeness to the world? Are we shedding ourselves, like we've said before, are we, is is it, are people, can people when they look at us go, hey, that's Andy and Christ is in him? No, they should go, that's Andy in Christ. Completely in Christ. Yep. Completely covered, smothered. I mean, I use some Waffle House terms there. Smothered, thanks, thanks for covered. Me hungry. Yeah, I know. I offered you pizza. I was joking. So I'm sorry, but these are the things that we lose sight of. Yeah, a prayer is good with a homeless person or someone in need or someone in the grocery store. But is it a picture worthy material, or are we doing it just to glorify God and tell someone to disciple and evangelize and minister to someone? That's the that's oh, the point. Yeah. Are you trying to you know when you when we do stuff like that, you know I I it's hard for me sometimes to check myself, especially when I'm in public, yeah. when I'm in a you know very public out in the middle of the open place, you know at the grocery store down here at the pig, or uh, you know Walmart Walmart's you know you know when I'm somewhere like that, and I'm having a gospel conversation with someone, I really really really. Am intentional about my thoughts during that. I don't want to be looking around to see who else is looking, seeing if anybody's paying attention. You know, I want to keep my focus on the person that I'm talking to and my eye on the prize because do you, I don't do you, I don't want to get caught do you, slipping. Do you want to know what that's called? Intentionality. Ooh, that word. There Sorry. it is again. I've There's heard my, that somewhere. It's my NPR voice right there. I, I've heard that somewhere before. So we we have, you know. So let's, okay, let's look at Abraham as it talks about kind of in this setting of Romans right here, this first part of chapter four. It says, most of the time, if you got a Bible that labels has a bold thing that kind of labels out a section, yeah. Abraham justified by faith. What did Abraham do? 
We talked about this with with the kids at Iguanas last night when I was in when I was teaching the second graders. He was gonna go schwack his own. Son. I mean, he was, and that's what I that's what I told them. I said he was so faithful to God, knowing that God was going to return and keep promise that he was. I mean, we, he was at ninety nine percent completion of that sacrifice. Oh yeah, he was dropping the knife, and the ram was in the thicket. Could you could you imagine Isaac looking over looking while they're getting ready to go and going, Daddy, what are you doing with all that well, wood? You know what's crazy though is 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 you sit there and you read that story and you read that story and you think of Abraham, you think of Abraham, you think of Abraham. Imagine Isaac was you know, there. Imagine the raising that Isaac had, knowing how faithful his God was going to be and how faithful his dad was that he was willing to sit there and lay there. It doesn't show anything about him struggling or right. fighting. Right. It doesn't say he was. He he gave his daddy a black eye and a bloody nose as he fought, scratched tooth and nail up the mountain. Yeah, he just kind of said All he right, willingly man. went. All right then, he Yo, willingly he, went. He's like, you want me to carry some of that wood? Yeah, hey, daddy, let me you want me sharpen that knife. Here, be sure the knife is sharp, please. I mean, that's the thing. It's 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 we sit there and we wonder, you know, oh, could we could we sit there and you know t- sacrifice our son, our one and only son, on a thing for God? But here's the other thing. Could we lay on the altar and die for God? Can we sacrifice our life for God? And this is what, no, I'm going somewhere. I'm not getting all weird on this one. Can we sacrifice our life away from everything else to be faithful to God? Could you, another way to look at that is, if Jesus looked at you today and said, come follow me and I will make you fishers of men, would you, you drop everything? Would you be like the rich young ruler or whatever? And say, I can't do it. Yeah. I, I can't do it. Or would you would you be able to drop everything? So it's it's ultimately we have to die to old self and live with Christ. And you have to keep you have to keep your mindset of why you're doing it. Yeah. You have to constantly check yourself of why you're doing it. All right. So we're gonna dive into six through eight. Oh, my goodness. Man, we're blistering tonight. <laughs> Luke's floored. So verse 6 says, David says the same thing when he speaks of the blessed blessedness of the one to whom God credits righteousness apart from works. Verse 7 says, Blessed are those whose transgressions are forgiven, whose sins are covered. Blessed is the one whose sin, whose sin the Lord will never count against them. It's a lot in that. Yeah. So... And and from one of the commentaries I got, you know, this, a person can look at prophecy at the man described by David and see clearly that justification is not by works, but by faith. In Psalm 32, 32 verse 1 and 2, it says, Blessed is the one whose transgressions are forgiven, whose sins are covered. Blessed is the one who whose sin the Lord does not count against them and whose spirit is no deceit. So you see Paul showing off his, his, his knowledge, yeah. his little knowledge. He's a, uh, he's, Psalms. he's quoting, he's quoting no David, but you know, the blessed man is the man who is counted righteous without works. Um, if God credits and counts a man righteous without works, then we know that man is not justified by works, but by faith. The blessed man is the man whose sins are forgiven and covered. Let's think for a moment. Lawlessness or sin exists despite all of the works and efforts of man to eliminate it. Right? Yep. 
No matter how hard men try, lawlessness still exists. If lawlessness is to be handled, it has to be handled by God and God alone. He simply has to forgive man's lawlessness. Logic tells us that if God loves us so much, so that law loves us that much, loves us enough to simply forgive men for sin, then justification is not by law, but by faith. I went deep there. The, the, the commentary I was reading was absolutely perfect on this. And then blessed is the man whose sins are not imputed or counted against him. A man cannot justify himself before God. No man can free himself from sin and force God to accept him not by his own hand. Justification is the complete deliverance from sin and condemnation. It comes from God and God alone, not from some act of man. In 1 John 1, 9, and Luke, I'm going to let you talk here in a minute because you, you're itching over there. I see it. The wheels are turning. The wheels are turning. Hold on. I got to get to 1 John. Um, this Bible's a little older, so it takes a little. It's right before 2 John. So, yes. <laughs> Thank you. So 1 John 1, 9 says this right here. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just and will forgive our sins and purify us from all righteous unrighteousness. Thoughts? I was thinking about the uh, the the faithfulness of men. You know, we were talking about Abraham and you know, a man of great faith. And we all know that David even though that you know he he could be a doo doo hit every now and then, but ended up being a man after God's own heart. Yeah. But let's flash forward to New Testament stuff when Jesus encountered the centurion. You know, a man who said that you know, Master, I have men that I tell go do this and they do that and go here and they go there. If you would just speak the words, I know that my servant will be healed. And what did Jesus say about that guy? That you know he was a man of great faith. I don't. I don't think that the centurion gets his fair share of uh, of biblical credit for being a man that was mentioned in one passage and having such faith that Jesus healed his servant sight unseen. He didn't have to touch him. He didn't have to bring him to him. He just said, "Father, I you know, Master, I know that if you will speak it so, that my servant will be healed." You know, that, 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 that's pretty deep faith. And yeah. Jesus could see right through him like he was bathed up in Windex. I mean, you know, there, there was nothing to be hidden there. So his, his past transgressions and his sins had to have been dealt with. They had to have been. Yeah. But, you know, you're still living under a time of the law and, Golly, how many laws were there? Six hundred and change. Oh, it made. What's funny is you know Exodus kind of laid them out a little bit, and then Leviticus hammered them out. Well, Leviticus laid them out, and then in Deuteronomy he just hammered them in again. I mean, you know, that's just the ones that, that God laid out. That's not including all the Pharisaical laws and yeah, I mean the ones you know, that they when, added. When you when you have to teach a generation and then turn around and teach another generation, you know, well, that's, that's like the little example that you did in your class. The, the mouth to ear thing. Oh, yeah, that was fun. You know, it, that was it, fun. It, has, it gets twisted because that's the way of man. But um, I'll, I, I long to stand before Jesus and to be counted righteous. That is the entirety. That's the mission statement of my yeah. ministry in my personal life. 
if, if, if someone asked me when I die and go to heaven, what do I want Jesus to say about me? I, I, I just hope that he says, surely this man is blessed and righteous. Mm-hmm. And that's it. That's it. Because that's good enough for anyone. If we can live a life that Jesus would consider a righteous and upright and just life, man, you're way ahead of the curve. Yeah, You're way, way, way ahead of the curve. And the only way to do that is to be intentional with your day-to-day interactions with uh, people and your day-to-day interactions with Christ. Because if you're not interacting with Jesus every day, there's no way you can be counted righteous. Yeah, and you know it's it is Excuse difficult. Me, sorry about no, that. you're fine. Um, it is difficult. I mean, every day is tough. Every day's got his different different things that hit. You know, morning wakes up. You know, if you, if you work a job, you know that's built with a lot of pressure. That's built with a lot of um. It's built with a lot of um. Just, you know, serious pressure situations that any anything can change on a dime in a heartbeat. It's tough. If you wake up and maybe the kids aren't acting right, maybe it just throws your morning off. You know, a lot of us, we struggle with taking a step back, seeing, seeing the situation, seeing God in that situation, not just seeing it as utter chaos. <laughs> And, and just responding, you know, taking a breath and then responding how God would want us to respond, how God needs us to respond. Or no, I'm sorry, not need, but wants us to respond. Well, in order to do that, you've got to have clean eyes. That's right. If you're, if you've got, if you're putting garbage in, absolutely, your windscreen is dirty. Yep. And you're not going to see what I just noticed, what leapt out of this, this last passage that you read, what leapt off the page at me just now is the word bless as mis- mentioned three times. Yeah. Three times. So, and we know that how, how many how many times throughout our day do we consider ourselves blessed? blessed I bet right. we don't even think about it. Right. I bet a lot of us don't even understand that we're blessed to be driving our vehicle. We're blessed to make it to work and not die. Right. We're blessed to eat our food. We're blessed to we're blessed to pick our nose. Yeah. We're blessed. I mean, for to every breathe. everything yeah. we do in our day, everything, all of our how many seconds are in the day? Every second, every nanosecond is blessed well if you if you consider and you truly believe that nothing happens by happenstance nothing happens by circumstance but everything happens at the orchestration of god every encounter that you have good or bad good bad or indifferent there's a blessing to be found in it and now you see this is getting on my toes you know i'm i'm preaching to myself here because you know the encounter that i had yesterday and, you know, with the complaint. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm now going to have to go back through my memory and see where I missed the blessing. Absolutely. See where I missed, if I missed a ministry opportunity. Um, because, again, there, I don't believe in chance. I don't believe in circumstance. I don't believe in luck. Uh, I surely don't believe in karma. I believe in the perfect timing and orchestration of the Lord. Yeah. And if you're a Christian, if you're a, a true follower of Christ, you have to believe that. You can't say, 
Well, you know, I guess he just got lucky. No, the Lord helped him through that one. Yeah, if the if Lord, you, if you're a true believing Christian, there ain't luck. You know, you know, if, if if somebody says, "Oh man, I can't believe he avoided that wreck," that's a lucky dude. No, Jesus knocked him out of the way and took the wheel for a minute. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and we shortchange Jesus. We shortchange God again. We put him in that box, and we limit him. We try to limit him and his authority, his dominion. And his power over our life. Yep. He has absolute power and control over our life where the enemy has just an influence. Mm-hmm. And we allow that influence to interrupt everything. Yeah. We allow that influence that he has, just that whisper that he has, to completely sever our fellowship with, with mm-hmm. God. Yeah, I mean it's it's and it's it's amazing how quickly it can happen and it's amazing how the length of time the, that it can that we that separation can happen how quickly it can happen and in length of time it will happen oh minutes you know it's you know and we don't realize it until we sit down we don't realize it until either we sit down and we think about how we handle stuff or we don't realize it until we get gut checked on Sunday morning while the pastor's saying a, a sermon or whatever mm-hmm. you know we're so quick we're so quick to forget um you know, but as quick as we are to forget, God's that quick to forgive yeah. if we just recognize the mistake. But, you know, if we sit there and we go on living life going, you know, that was just one screw up. It is, it is what it is. You know, we're going to build up an absolute level of just distance. Well, you, you can't gain forgiveness if you don't ask for ask it. For absolutely. you got to ask for it. So we, we have an obligation. We as believers, as men of God, we have an obligation to check check ourselves before we wreck ourselves. Yeah. So, I mean, if we don't check ourselves as blessed every second of every day, we're going to wreck ourselves with a distance from God. Yeah, man, and that, that's oh, part of being said a faithful. That. I should have said that at the conference. Should have. Should have, could have, would have. No, and I mean, that's part of being faithful. Yeah. You know, just even if you struggle with, with living that life, with, with walking the walk and talking the talk, which, if you say that you don't struggle with it, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna call you a liar, because uh, there has only been one man that didn't struggle with that, and that was Jesus Himself. Um, but yeah, you know, if if you're if you're struggling in your faithfulness, step back and count how blessed you are. If you when when I pray at night, like yesterday, like I said, it was a pretty. It started out on a high note, but ended up I was a little salty. And when I went to bed, you know, I started praying and, and I did pray for that situation and it has gotten a little better today. Um, but what I failed to do was give God the credit for it not being any worse. That was, that was a failure on me. Uh, you know, and I'm talking right now, I'm shooting straight from the hip because this is all being revealed to me as I speak. And I'm being very candid about my failure today and yesterday. You know, I failed to give God the credit for that situation not being any worse. I failed to give God the credit that me or my work partner, neither one of us got hurt. Mm. You know, I failed to give God the credit that even though the client wasn't 100% satisfied, we still turned out a quality product with what we had. Yeah. I mean, we it wasn't a hatchet job. Um, and then, you know, today some amends have been made and some, some statements have been retracted. And, but you know, and and I've, I've 
I've completely and utterly failed to give God any of the credit for that. All I have seen was, man, the enemy is just really beating up on me. <laughs> burr, burr, burr. You know, and it's just oh, like we do. that's not the sound we make, Luke. We just, well, you know, it's, you're right, meh. Well, and it's just like we do when we give our testimony. How many guys have you heard, um, you know, they, they, they get up in front of a group of people and they're going to testify. They're going to talk about what God did for them. And they give 40 minutes on what a piece of crap they've been. Mm. How the enemies, you 40 minutes, 30, 40 minutes on just, and then Jesus saved me and here I am. So you mean to tell me that something that everybody in the room knew that you were a sinner bound for hell under penalty of death for lack of salvation, you're going you're gonna to boast on that and give the devil credit for all that time, and give the Lord ten minutes. What is what 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 is what is the definition? And and I, I grabbed this for a reason. What's the definition of testify? Testify, I, be, I do believe, is like testament. You get up and share the news to bear witness. Yeah, what are we witnessing? News. Yeah, who are you witnessing for? Who's? It's like I picture Jesus doing this, you know. And this is a kind of visual thing, but you know, he's sitting there. You're doing that, and he's got his arms crossed, and he's doing this. Going, you who are you talk who, who are you trying to give glory yeah, here? Absolutely. I mean, and I don't know why we do that. It, it's like it, our our testimony instead of focusing on blessing, instead of fo- focusing on faithfulness, we focus on all the bad and all the negative. Everybody's yep. Yep. done bad. Yep. The Bible tells us that none are righteous, not one. Yep. That our best deeds are what filthy rags. Absolutely. So why would we? Why do we focus on that? Why do we not talk about how you know I got up this morning, and you know I I didn't I didn't stump my toe, and my car started up, and like you said, I made it to work, I made it back, I didn't die, had a great day, encountered some people, and I got to praise God today. Absolutely, I, it was I was I was fortunate enough in my day. To have another day to praise the Lord. Yep. You know, and and that's our hope is when while doing this is that those that are listening would realize that there's a void, there's a hole. There's where, a disconnect. Where, whether there's a distance or there's a lack of relationship. There's a lack of surrender. And that's that's ultimately the point is, you know, it's not to glorify us, it's not to, you know, Put another listener on the podcast is to grow the kingdom of God through discipling, through evangelizing, through ministering. And this is our ministry. God has called us to do this. So, you know, God's calling you right now. God's calling you to close that distance, to create that relationship. The invitation's there. Oh, yeah. The invitation's been there. You have to step. There is an action from you that's called free will yeah, there's a definite response that has to take place there's a response and so if you're listening and you need to respond respond if you need to respond to pull the distance in and close that gap do it that's right don't hesitate now's not the time to hesitate because guess what you won't consider yourself blessed the next minute and you can't consider yourself saved if you're not redeemed by the blood absolutely of Christ. so as we close out, 
I'm gonna have Luke pray for us, and then we'll go through the the the, the back end logistics and stuff. But you know, if you're struggling, if you're finding yourself in you know scenarios or things or distancing situations, reach out to us. We'd love to talk to you. We'd love to just you know help you. We know we're not the ultimate help. We're not the help that you know, but we can guide. Yeah, Lord can, knows I ain't gonna judge you. We can push. I ain't um, gonna judge you because I live in a glass house. So. You know, don't hesitate. You know, just reach out. Let us, let us be a listening block. Let us be a venting block. Whatever yeah. it may be, but also, just know this: if you reach out, we will listen. But we are going to present. We're going to present the gospel. Mm-hmm. We're going to present Jesus, because that's what we're supposed to do. Yeah, and tell you the truth. So, Luke, I'm gonna have you uh, close us out. Before I close this out, you know, just to reinforce what Andy said, no matter where you are in life, uh, no matter what season of life you're in, if you've if you've never met Christ before, now's the time to meet Him. There's no secret words. There's no secret prayer. You know, you if you the Bible says that if you confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that Jesus Christ is Lord, that you will be saved. And Jesus said that I am the way and the truth and the life, and no man comes through the Father except through me. So just in those two verses, you've got what needs to happen and why. If you want access to the throne from where all power flows, you have to go through Jesus. He is the way. Um, you know, now's the time. And, and if you've strayed away, you know, if your relationship isn't where it should be, if you haven't been as intentional as you should be, there is Jesus' grace abounds. I mean, the grace abounds. It's there. It's 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 a it's an unending source resource that we seldom tap. Um, that's not to say that you know if you're doing something stupid, you should keep on doing something stupid because he's going to continue to forgive you. That's not what that means at all, you know. But if you get caught up like people do, like I, like you know, just sitting here today, I've realized that I've gotten caught up and I've got some repenting to do when I get home. Um, you know, now's the time. Come back and come back and and meet Christ again, and he'll meet you where you are, and you can restore that fellowship because the relationship is still there. Mm. So, guys, I'm going to pray us out. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for this day. Thank you for the beautiful weather that we've had here today. It's just another reminder that when we cross from this life to the next, that your light will be everywhere. The glory of your throne will outshine the sun, your word says. So as bright and beautiful as today was, when we get to heaven, Lord Father, thank you so much that it will be more beautiful there. Father, I thank you for Andy and, and his family. I thank you for Jennifer and uh, Easton for you know just them understanding what we do here and being supportive. I lift them up and a hedge of protection around them and their health and their prosperity. Father, I just... Everything about this family, Father, I just pray that you protect. And I thank you for Andy and his dedication to what we do. I thank you for his friendship here in all of this. And, Father, I lift up our ministry. Father, I I pray that the words that we speak in this podcast and, and the words we speak when we get on stage or we talk to people, Father, that they don't hear the voice of Andy and they don't hear the voice of Luke, but they hear the voice of the Holy Spirit and Jesus Christ. Father, I pray for all of our listeners. Father, I pray that if your Holy Spirit is working in someone's life right now, Father, 
that uh, that that the Holy Spirit just just comes down on them like a hammer, Father, and just and just makes it to where they can't get peace until they come find that you, the Prince of Peace. So, Father, I just again I I, listen, I pray for all of our listeners, Father. Just thank you so much for the opportunity that we have here today, and all that we do. All these things we ask in your Son's holy name. Amen. Amen. All right, so. You know what we do. You know how we finish this thing. So we have a website. It is www.thethriveministry.com. You can go to that website anytime, right now, on your smartphone. That's right. Subscribe. Hit that You can go and subscribe. I'm still trying to figure out how to make it to you all at once. But go Check it out. We are um, constantly looking at it, working on it, all that good stuff. Um, or I am Luke. No, <laughs> I don't get to see that. Um, the, Not privy the, to that stuff. It's above the, my pay grade. The computer would blow up. Yeah, it's above um, my pay grade. So we have that. We have you know the podcast here. So Apple, um, Google uh, Podcast, uh, Spotify. Um, check us out. Keep liking. Keep hitting the ding button, keep hitting the follow button, keep hitting the like button, uh, Facebook, and also Instagram. Ooh, stole my thunder. We are on Instagram. I was going um, to The Thrive Ministry. We're there. So if you want to follow us on Instagram, on I don't. In, on InstaFace. I don't know. In, in, InstaChat. InstaChat. InstaChat, face, Snapgrams, face, Books face. of Faces, <laughs> all that stuff. So uh, if you want to join and follow us, that's fine. It's probably one guy that could be very interesting. Yeah, we're pretty boring. Yeah, we're pretty boring. But um, but then again, you know, hey, you never know. Um, so we've got all that stuff. We're extremely excited just about everything that's going on. Um, you know, you can contact Luke at thethriveministry.com if you want to contact him and just touch base with him on just, you know, you need something, you need help, you need guidance, you need us to talk to, or you just think Luke's interesting. Um, you can Golly, please don't think that you can contact me at Andy at the thrive ministry.com. That's for, our complaints department. That's the complaints department. I'll take them all day. Uh, but also if, if you have a, if you have, if you're part of a church that doesn't have a men's ministry, um, and you're wanting to create one or you're wanting, you know, you're wanting to kind of just gather and garner and, and enhance the men in your church, uh, to their role. That's what we That's what we're here to do. So, Get with your pastor. Um, come up with a game plan. Let us know. We'll come speak to your men. We'll come sit down with y'all. We'll 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 come up with a game plan of figuring out how it how it's to be um, successful for glorifying God uh, and building men up, encouraging men, being Barnabases to each other, Barnaby Barnaby to each other. Um, but ultimately, that's the goal. But if you have a men's ministry and you are just strutting your stuff with your management men's ministry all the time and you need a speaker for one of your events we'd love to come down we'd love to talk to you we'd love to see what you're all about what you're doing we can help out with any ideas but we'd love to speak to y'all we'd love to stand up on stage and speak to one or speak to a hundred or a thousand that's right um i want to give two shout outs oh who you shout now (coughs) one to you know this mucus in my lungs just kidding that's not it at all. One is is you know my newfound acquaintance, Bones. Ah, oh Ken, you know it, it was a yeah. it was a pleasure to meet him. In he, the surpri- men's he surprised me. He surprised me. He surprised me too because I've been listening to to him about on Rick and Bubba for 
golly, 20 years yeah. now, it seems like. He showed up, and I looked up from the table. I was like, what What are you doing here? And then you just, you're like, hey, you know who this is? Um, no, shut up. Ken Hearn, who? Bones, what? So, shut the door. So, um, yeah, I don't, I don't get to give my other shout-out. Who's the other shout-out? other shout-out, I want to give a shout-out to Coach James Lee at uh, Cornerstone Christian School. He's uh, the football coach. Does he listen? I'm trying to get him to listen. Well, he better listen. I mean, but, you know, either way, I just I, – I want to give him a shout-out because he's a football coach. He is the basketball coach. He's the athletic director. He's the baseball coach and the assistant softball coach, as well as he teaches Bible out there at Cornerstone to a bunch of middle schoolers and high schoolers. So, uh, when y'all pray – you know, let's throw Coach James Lee up some extra prayers because he's got some things going on uh, in his personal life with some medical issues with some family members that I know he's not showing it outwardly, but it has to be taxing on him because I believe with everything that I am that he's a faithful and godly man. And even if you don't know him, we're still supposed to bear one another's burdens. Um, you know, he's still a brother in Christ. So, again, Coach James Lee, if you are listening, man, I love you and I appreciate you. Uh, if not, you stink and you should be listening. And, you know, everybody just please please send up some prayers for him. So, as we close out, just, um, you know, just remember next Sunday night, Sunday a week, um, we will be doing an episode and we will have a special guest, uh, Rick Burgess from the Rick and Bubba show. Rick but we Bubba. are not interviewing him for Rick and Bubba. No. That's the last thing we're interviewing him for. We're, we probably won't even bring it up. Um, I'm going to. No. I have we're going to do Man Church. And we're going to do what he's got coming up with Gridiron. You're, you're not my real dad. Well, you can't tell me what to do. All right. So Luke is fired. He won't be on the next podcast. Defi- Don't you threaten me Insubor- with a good. Insubordination and defiance. Me. Don't threaten me with insubordination a good. Insubordination and defiance. You're threatening me with a good time, Andy. Am I? Yes. Yep. Bye, Luke. <laughs> so you've been waiting on that. Yeah, I have. But you know, it it, it would be it would be extremely scary if I did it by myself because it would just not be fun. Well, you'd have to stand, sit there and talk to that picture of you and Easton on the wall. That's right. Um, so, guys, we are going to leave it. We are going to be done. We are going to get off the air or show or whatever we call it. The interwebs. We just want y'all to have a good week, and guys, and I just want y'all to remember that we are here for you. We are. Um, we are extremely blessed. If you think you're not, you are blessed. So as we leave out, Luke, I hope you have a great rest of the week. And thrive on. Love you, buddy. <laughs>